Hello and welcome everyone to Podcasting for Christ. This is Evangelist Stacey Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. And yes, he does, even though things seem to be out of whack and out of sword and upside down and crazy and madness and ludicrous, everything just all mixed up, but he's still got the whole world in his hands. Yes, he does. Tonight's episode is going to be Knowing All Things, Illuminating the Last Hour. Knowing all things, illuminating the last hour. We're going to be in John 18, 4 to start, and we're going to go to be looking at uh, many scriptures tonight, probably. Uh, I would imagine, because we always do, right? We're going through the Bible, we're going to let our fingers do the walking, and we're going to just have a good time. Just, so just hold on. Go ahead and lift your hands up. Let's praise God, because we know right now that God inhabits the praise of his people. And we know right now that God is uh, worthy to be praised. And we should all love him and honor him and stop trying to play and be him like many of the global elites are doing today. Uh, I got so many things that are happening in the world today uh, for the next couple of episodes, because this may be a two-parter. Excuse me. Uh, May not have a whole lot of time to do any Prophecy News notes, but in my... uh, podcast tonight i'm definitely gonna i got a long list of things that are going on in the world and i don't know if i'm going to get to it tonight or or not but hey we're just going to let go and let god so let's just praise him uplift him glorify him and let's go to the lord in prayer dear god i love you and i thank you father dear lord for all that you do i'm thankful for this podcast i'm thankful for my listeners and i pray for each and every one of them i encourage them to share this episode and let people know it exists father dear god we want to get this all around the globe father dear lord and we want everyone to be able to hear truth that's why i'm doing this episode father dear god to let people know that truth is still truth still can be found in your word when we seek you father and i pray if anyone's listening father dear god that's lost that doesn't know you dear god i pray that they find salvation, Father, dear God, that they would take that Roman road, Romans 10, 9, you know, and confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that you have raised him from the dead. We know that thou shalt be saved. Dear God, I do love you, and I thank you, Jesus, for dying on that cross for my sins. I'm thankful, I'm thankful, so thankful for the blood that covers me. I'm glad that when you look at me, you don't see my sin, you see the blood. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. That ought to make us want to shout, dear God. And dear Lord, we know we're living in the last hour. Because we know that uh, men's hearts, uh, imaginations, everything's just evil and wicked. We know it's as in the days of Noah. And we know, dear God, that we could see the things that are going on and everything converging at a fast pace, Father, dear God. And it's something new. Not every month, not every six months, dear God, it's something new. It seems like it's every week or every day, Father, dear Lord. Things are just happening all around the globe. And, and evil is just continually you know, just on everyone's hearts and minds, Father, dear God. But I just pray right now, Father, dear Lord, that you would use me as your mouthpiece tonight. As I always say, dear God, if I'm going to say something that's not of you, shut my mouth. I pray, dear God, you'd help me to speak truth to each and every person out there, Father, dear Lord, and give and, and something that would uplift you and glorify you, Father, dear God. And, and I thank you for all that you do in Jesus' name. I pray, amen. In the name of Yahshua. Our Hamamashiach. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Knowing all things, John 18, 4 says, Jesus, I call him Yeshua, therefore knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth and said unto them whom seek ye. Now this is Jesus in the garden. 
And he's knowing, notice that he knows all things. And he knew they were going to be coming for him. But he goes and asks that question anyway, whom seek ye? And he also says here that he knew, he says that he's knowing all things that should come upon him. Jesus knew that he was going to have to face the cross. He knew that he was going to have to face separation from the Father. He knew that he was going to have to face the brutal beating, the plucking of the beard, the scourging with the uh, uh, the uh, nine uh, cattails of uh, you know uh, the uh, the whipping uh, that he was going to take with the, uh, this uh, thing that has this 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 whip that has these teeth and bones and fragments and stuff in it that was going to grab a hold of his skin when they hit him and rip his skin apart. He knew he was going to have to face that. Uh, cat of nine tails, that's what I was trying to come up with. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, he knew that he was going to have to face carrying the cross. He knew going down the Via Del Rosa, he knew that he was going to have to face being nailed to that cross. The humiliation to be hung uh, naked upon that cross. And you say, Brother Stacy, I've always seen pictures of him got clothes on. Yeah, but you got to understand uh, God's standards of naked is, is different from ours. Uh, we consider naked to be just completely naked, uh, but uh, the God considers naked to be in most of our bathing suits. <laughs> and of course, it was his uh, being a cloth wrapped around him like his underwear. Uh, but hey, uh, Jesus, Yeshua, therefore knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth. See, he knew he's going to face all that. And what person in their right mind, if they knew all things and they knew what he was going to face, what kind of person in their right mind would face that? Who would want to go through the things that he went through, the beating, the scourging, the humiliation, the, the crown of thorns, and, and, and the nails driven through his hands and feet? But he knew all these things, but he went forth and said unto them whom seek ye, he stood up like a man, a God-man, you know? And he faced that. Now, why did he face it? Why did he do these things? Because he loves you and because he loves me. That love, it wasn't the nails that held, held him to the cross, it was the love. Amen. Now, I'm gonna, I really don't even know where to start. God help me, uh, Lord. Uh, you know, so he knows all things, but let's just look at this because I said he's knowing all things, but I'm also gonna give you the illuminating the last hour, and that's what we're in. Uh, many people will say we're in the last days, and that's correct. We are. We've been in the last days ever since he ascended into heaven. But now we are in the last hour. Uh, I don't know how many Bible prophecies have been fulfilled exactly uh, the way uh, they were foretold and around, uh, you know, and I'm not sure how many are left. I, I've heard it that, you know, I haven't, haven't sat down and counted all the Bible prophecies that's been fulfilled about Christ. I, I know some people will say there's around 2,000 or something, and maybe there's around 500 left and different things like that. But, you know, I'm not, con you know, I just know one thing that I'm going to give you tonight that no matter how many Bible prophecies have been fulfilled, and I know, and no matter how many are left, I do know that every one of them has been fulfilled exactly to a T. Right? Now, around 400 years, David, Zechariah, told how Christ would die before crucifixion existed. Notice that. Psalms 22, 16, and 18, For dogs have compassed me, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me, they have pierced my hands and my feet, they part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. So well, who wrote this? Well, it says, I said, David and Zechariah, both 400 years before the crucifixion existed, right? 
So Christ knows all things. Trust me, he can be trusted when he tells you something because he knows all things. He knows what's, what's happened in the past and he knows exactly what's going to happen in our future. Now, Zechariah 12, 10 says, And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and the supplications, and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his own son, and shall be in bitterness for his firstborn. Zechariah 11, 12, and 13, So they weighed for my price 30 pieces of silver and I took 30 pieces of silver and cast them to the potter in the house of the Lord Judas betrayed Christ for 30 pieces of silver a slave's wage and the money ended up buying a potter's field now around 700 BC Micah wrote Micah 5 2 but thou Bethlehem Euphrata though thou be little among thousands of Judah yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is the ruler of Israel whose going forth have been from old from everlasting talking about the coming Messiah Jeremiah and Isaiah both predicted the doom of Babylon Jeremiah 51, 26, 43, and Isaiah 13, 17, 22 speak of that. And I'm not, uh, yeah, sure, why not? Let's go to Jeremiah 51. Give me a moment here. Jeremiah 51. Okay, here we are. 26 and 43. 26, and they shall not take of thee a stone for a corner, nor a stone for foundations, but thou shalt be desolate forever, saith the Lord. Verse 43 says, Here cities. Excuse me, her cities are desolate, a dry land, and a wilderness, a land wherein no man dwelleth, neither doth any son of man pass thereby. Let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah 13. Isaiah 13, here we are. I'm going to do 17 through 22, so I'm going to do a little bit of reading here, but let's look at this. Behold, I will stir up the meads against them, which shall not regard silver as a... Oh, oops, I said 13. No, I said 17. Okay. 13, 17, yeah. Okay, so behold, I will stir up the meads against them, which shall not regard silver as a... As for gold, they shall not, uh, they shall not delight in it. Their bows also shall dash the young men to pieces, and they shall have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eyes shall not spare children, and Babylon, the glory of the kingdom, the beauty of the Chaldees, excellency shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. And it shall never be inhabited, neither shall it dwell in from generation to generation, neither shall uh, the Arabian pitch tent there, neither shall the shepherds make their fold there. But the wild beast of the desert shall lie there, and their houses shall be full of uh, 
uh, excuse me, then their houses shall be full of doleful creatures, and the owls shall dwell there, and Satris shall dance there, and the wild beast of the island shall cry in their desolate houses, and dragons in their pleasant palaces, and her time is near to come, and her days shall not be prolonged. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. We're looking at Jeremiah and Isaiah both predicted this doom of Babylon. And as you can see, with just a couple of those scriptures there, exactly what was going on. And, you know, let me just back up here just for a minute about the uh, prophecies. Uh, I want to make one uh, key note here that that uh, nothing has to take place. No Bible prophecy needs to be fulfilled uh, before the rapture can take place, the calling out, the catching up of the saints. Okay, just want to make that clear. Nothing has to take place. It, it could come right now as I'm speaking. It could come tomorrow. It could come next week. It could come 10 years from now. But we do know that all these other Bible prophecies, there's certain things that's going to be fulfilled. The Ezekiel 38 war, the uh, the uh, destruction of Damascus. Uh, a lot of things do or are going to take place. And this beast system that we have, it's, uh, you know, it's here. It's already in play. And the technology is here. And you've heard me speak last week about Daniel. We'll get into that again, you know, about all the things that are tied up into the end. And that's what I say we're living in the last hour. Amen. Now, many, now look at this, many third century A.D., many in the third century A.D. thought Daniel was written after events due to its accuracy. They thought, now there's no way that no one could predict the things that Daniel said in his book without, uh, it, it, it had to have been written after the fact. And no, it was not. It was, in, you know, so Moses, uh, I'll just say Moses, Jeremiah, Hosea, Isaiah, all spoke of Babylonian captivity. Christ himself predicted the destruction of the temple in 70 AD. On and on we could go until we reach all of these Bible prophecies, however, I think you get the point. God simply knows all things. I want you to see that and understand that. And, and uh, I'm going to tell you about what I'm going to give you just a few things that we can trust in God and know. And, and, and it'll be pleasing for us that he knows all things. Uh, Psalms 147.3. Just bear with me here. I'm going to go through some more scripture. Let me get to flipping here. Psalms. I'm in Psalms. 147.3 talks about pain. How many of you are in pain tonight? How many are in pain today? How many of you are suffering? Well, I think we all are, especially when we go to the market and buy groceries, right? Excuse me. Hmm. I'm going to grab some coffee. Okay. Psalms 147.3 says, He healed the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. He healeth the broken heart and bindeth up their wounds. I tell you, Christ Jesus, we can be trusted that when we're in pain, we can call on Him. When we're in pain, uh, we know that He can help. And sometimes He is the only one that can help, right? Psalms 34. Uh, Psalms 34. Uh, Psalms. Let me get them over here. Psalms 34. 18 talks about the suffering. Psalms 18 talks about the suffering. Psalms 34, 18. The Lord is nigh to them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as he of a contrite spirit. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah on that. How about 2 Corinthians 12, 9? 2 Corinthians. Let me get 
back to the second corinthians 12 9 I, I, this is one of my favorite verses i actually uh know this heart but he, he says he said unto me my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in weakness most gladly therefore i rather glory in my infirmities let the power of christ may rest upon me that's a, talking about weakness paul was had a thorn in his side he three times he cried out to the Lord for deliverance, but this is God's answer. This is Jesus speaking here when he says, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. The weaker we are and the more we admit how weak we are, the stronger we can get when we let go and let Christ. And you know, he knows all things. He knows exactly about our pain. He knows about our suffering. He knows about our weakness. And guess what? He knows about our heart. He knows about our heart. Let's look at Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Amen. Uh, many of y'all know this one. This is a great one. Proverbs uh, 3. I know it's one of my favorites here. I know, like I said, I'm going through a lot of scripture here, but hey, just bear with me. We're going to get through this, and trust me, it's going to all come together, I hope. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. God's good, isn't he? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. One of my favorites says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thine own understanding in all their ways. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. So we need to trust God. And he and I think you can see right now through all the things that I've talked about, from the, a garden all the way to, to all these Bible prophecies, and I just hit just two or three. I mean, there's so many. Like I said, there may be, there's thousands of Bible prophecies been fulfilled, right? So, but we can trust in the Lord with all thine heart, we don't need to lean to our, our, our own understanding will give us, uh, will take lead us down the wrong road. We, we, we think with our human minds sometimes, and of course, that's what we got to think with, right? But we, we don't look at the spiritual realm as much as we uh, need to. And we're looking at things physically instead of spiritually. And, you know, when we look at the physical part of the side, it's a lack of faith a lot of times. So if we don't trust God and know that he's on the throne and know that he knows exactly what he's doing, and if he knows all about our tomorrows... Don't you think we can trust him today? What's the song say? Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. So he knows our heart. He knows where, where it is. We just need to, all in all our ways, everything we do, we just need to acknowledge him. And guess what? When you do that, he will direct our paths. So, uh, Proverbs 16, 2, God knows our motives. God knows our motives. 16.2 says, All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. The Lord weigheth the spirits. And this is what I, and I tell you this right here. I've used this many times before, and I'm going to use it again because I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to go back all the way back to Revelations. Going to look at chapter 3, verse 15. Revelations 3.15 says, I know thy works. And this is what God does. He knows our works. He says, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. And I would, I would that, uh, excuse me, I would that thou wert cold or hot. You know? And, and everything, all throughout Revelations right here, when you look at the churches, and it says here, let me, let me back up just a little bit. Uh, chapter 2, verse 2, I know thy works starts out. Okay, talking to the church, different church ages and the different churches. Uh, the first church here is the church at Ephesus, the church of Smyrna. In verse 9, says, I know thy works. The church at Pergamos. In verse 13, he says, I know thy works. The church at Thyatira, he says, I know thy works. And the church of Sardis, he says, I know thy works. And the church of Philadelphia, in verse 8, he says, I know thy works. 
than the one I just read here in verse 15 says, I know thy works. Now, Revelations, I'm going to go. Uh, well, let me just, let's just do this. I think I've given you enough scripture already. We're going to, we're definitely going to hit some more here in just a minute here. But let me, uh, let me just go ahead and move on here. I think you see right now that God in the garden, he knew what was he was going to have to face. God knew about all these Bible prophecies that were going to be fulfilled. God knew about the destruction of uh, 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 the prediction of the destruction of Babylon. And he knew all the things that we're going to go through. He knows about our pain. He knows about our suffering. He knows about our weakness. He knows our heart. He knows our motives. And he knows our works. He also knows the future. He knows what's coming down the road. He knows this beast system is going to come. He knows that there's going to be an antichrist. He knows there's going to be seven years of tribulation. He knows many, many things. And many key things have already happened uh, that, that, they need, that need to pay, take place. And one of the things I say that the rapture could take for uh, take place in any minute because one key thing in 1948 Israel becomes a nation in 1986 the Pope unites all religions uh, uh, John Paul II Buddhist Hindu African a animist uh, Ameridan uh, Baha'is Universal Brotherhood Jews Jains Muslim Shianist Sykes uh, Zoroastrians, <laughs> I'll get these words right, and even Christians. He's trying to, and I'm just giving you a few here. Then, 1948, Israel becomes a nation, but then uh, we pass, fast forward in 1986, the Pope already starts to unite this one world church, and you hear me speak of this every episode. I'm always talking about this numerical church of the ecumenical uh, movement that's going on if i've got that right i think i did and you know we are fast tracking towards one world language one world economy one world power one world order one and one world church in 1976 a new document a document i can't speak tonight in 1976 a new document was signed by 32 U.S. Senators and 92 U.S. Representatives, the Declaration of Independence. It states, two centuries ago, our forefathers brought forth a new nation. Now we must join with others to bring forth a new world order. So in 19, or excuse me, we know in 1776, we, uh, had our Declaration of Independence, we uh, claimed independence, we, we became a nation, but now in, in 1976, we see that, and I, I didn't know this, and look this up, it says 32 U.S. Senators and 92 U.S. Representatives signed this thing. Two centuries ago, our forefathers brought forth a new nation. Now we must join with others to bring forth a new world order. This is something that's not new. This is something that's been going on for a long time. And let me just tell you right now that that uh, that it's 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 fast tracking. Like I said, converging like never before. Buddha, Nostradamus. Uh, there's a guy named Edgar Case and and Rick Joyner have all had predictions that fell short, along with many others. Now, and Satan has power. And I tell you, I've realized here. Uh, recently and lately here, I'm, I'm beginning to learn that he has, and we're underestimating the power of Satan, and he has a great power, and he, and, he's, and he even has power to predict 
things if his agents carry it out. However, it, he's usually about half right. Okay, he doesn't know all things like God does, but he does. He knows he does know a lot. Okay, so let's don't underestimate his power and his capabilities and his demons. But these things can cause great fear. However, only God is all knowing, and he knows our end. John sixteen. 33 these things have i spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace in the world ye shall have tribulation but be of good cheer amen let me tell you be of good cheer i have overcome the world i have overcome the world that's good news for us i tell you the things that we see going on in our world today you're probably going to see me uh look at this here a little bit later on uh, maybe I, I should be have time to get into it about, you know, hey, when you see all these things, lift up your head for your redemption draweth nigh. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. We're going to be uh, looking at, at some other stuff here. Let's go ahead and keep moving. I, I, I do want to give some uh, a shout out to someone that doesn't know me, but I've been listening to him uh, for a while and, and following him. And he's really good at educating uh, people about end times and Bible prophecy and stuff like that, and it's and he's got a show called Happening Now, and it's Don Stewart, and he's uh he talks about prophecy being fulfilled. Don Stewart said, in educating our world, we want to be like grandmother's nightgown. <laughs> we want to cover everything. <laughs> Amen. I thought that was a good quote by Don Stewart, and I like that. Let's look at some last day uh, predictions. Uh, I know you've heard me talk about this, and I told you I'd get to Daniel. Let me go to Daniel 12, uh, 8 through 10 here. Oop, went too far to Zechariah. Amen. I hope you're. I hope I'm not boring you guys to death tonight. I hope you understand this. Let me try to see if I can make it a little bit more exciting for you. Right? 12, 8 through 10, right? Uh, You've heard me read this before, right? I, I love reading stuff over again. You know, just sometimes you get more out of it. And then he, and it says, and I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, oh my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? Verse 9 says, and he said, go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed to the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Let me stop for a minute. Let me just tell you, the wicked are not going to understand. And if you're wise, you'll search these uh, prophecies out. You'll search, you'll read Daniel, you'll study Daniel, you'll apply it to Revelations, you'll apply it to Ezekiel, you'll apply it to Isaiah and Jeremiah. And you'll look at these things and you'll see that everything, don't take my word for it, you'll see that everything's happened just the way the Bible has predicted it predicted that these things are going to happen and everything is happening exactly to a T. Uh, no, nothing strange going on here, right? Uh, nothing, nothing funky, right? We just know that it's going to be fulfilled to a T. Amen. And it says, and, and the why and the wicked shall uh, but the none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. I tell you right now, uh, one of your best prayers that you can have 
It's dear God, every day get on your knees and say, dear God, give me godly wisdom. Dear God, give me understanding of Bible prophecy. Father, help me to rightly divide your word. And I'm telling you now, because people need to be educated. They need to know what's going on because many are going to fall away from the faith. Hey, you think they're trying to tell us now that aliens are going to take over and stuff like that. And I know that's what the excuse they're going to use when we are raptured up, when we're called up and called out of here. They're going to say aliens uh, took us. No, it's not. It may be alien to you because you didn't know him, but it's Christ Jesus coming back to get his church. Amen. So, and it says, but the wise shall understand. So let's get wisdom and let's understand these things. Verse 11 says, and from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away and the abomination that maketh desolate set up there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days amen glory hallelujah praise be to god we see these things and these are the like i said the wise are going to understand here daniel did not know but we know today if we will seek it out we will find god's truth hey let's take a quick break here i'll be right back Hello, welcome back. All right, let's go ahead and dive right back into it. Talking about Daniel and the wise is going to understand. Let me go, let's switch gears. Let's go back to Revelations chapter 11, 3 uh, through 9 here. Revelations chapter 11, 3 through 9. Going to be looking at the two witnesses. Notice, listen to this story. And it says, And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and threescore days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the uh, God of the earth. And if any man will hurt them, fire, notice this now, proceedeth out of their mouth. Now go and get imagery of this now. You got two witnesses, right? And devour their enemies. God's going to give these two witnesses great power. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. These have power to shut heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy, and have power over the waters to turn them to blood, and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. As often as they will. And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascended out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them these great two these two great witnesses going to have all this power fire is going to be breathing out of their mouths they're going to be devouring people but at the time of this beast of the bottomless pit arises he's going to have power to kill them and their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city which spiritually is called Sodom in Egypt which also our Lord was crucified excuse me where also our Lord was crucified and they of all people and kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves Let me go ahead and read verse 10. And they shall dwell upon the earth, and they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them. The people are, does that not sound bad? How can you rejoice over somebody that just got murdered? But let me just tell you right now, the the Shiites, the Muslims, and all the uh, 
fighting that's going on over the land territory over there and in Israel and and let me just tell you right now there's many Muslims that will kill a Jew and they'll give gifts to each other how sick is that and that's the kind of world that we're living in today so you see that times man's mind and the evil and the wickedness that was in the earth in the days of Noah that evil and wickedness is here upon us right now in these last in this last hour and we see right now it's setting up because people celebrate when someone gets murdered they don't care anymore men's hearts are failing them and and, and men are, are, have turned into to, to nothing but evil and wicked deeds and they sh and they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice rejoice over them and make merry and listen to this and they shall send gifts one to another hey did you hear about the two witnesses that died that were sitting there preaching all this stuff about christ jesus <laughs> yeah they're dead here here's a gift how sick is that let's celebrate here i'm gonna go buy you lunch because of this they shall rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts one to another because these two prophets tormented them that dwell on the earth Go ahead and accept Christ Jesus now. You don't want to be a part of this earth that's going to be this earth that is to come, that's going to come soon. Look, notice this. This is seen by all. They were seen by all. Now, many scholars in years past have struggled with how this could be possible. But in 2007, Apple's iPhone changed everything. Today, many of us can watch all global events right on our phone. Also, Matthew 24, 15 said, Jesus said, When ye therefore see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel, talking about the new temple, the, 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 the train, the, the sacrifices, and the camera recording uh, daily events in the temple. Excuse, oh, let me, I, I'm, I'm skipped something here. They, they shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel. Right? Now, in the new temple, they're going to have technology, right? They're going to have this train, this train that's coming that's going to, uh, uh, they're calling it the Trump train of, of all things because of the, the Abrahamic Accords that he put forth. The sacrifices are going to be made again. They're going to have a camera that's going to recording daily events in the temple. So anyone at any time and all eyes can be seen, uh, seen these things happening. Uh, so they're going to be able to see the, the sacrifices. They're going to be able to, to see these dead bodies laying in the streets these three days. And Daniel wrote about these things, but he did not understand. However, God knew from the start that there would be cell phones with recording and live streaming capabilities. Daniel was in 536 B.C. Well, let that sink in. 536 B.C. And, and now he knows. Elon Musk has got this thing called Starlink. It's a satellite that connects the whole world. Hmm, isn't that interesting? And we see that. But let me just tell you one thing right now that these two great witnesses are going to get back up again. Hmm. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. And guess what? The whole world is going to see it. Revelations 13. Let's skip over to 13. And we're going to look at 11 through 16. And this is talking about that beast. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns uh, like a lamb. And he spake as a dragon. And he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed and he goeth and he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles 
which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, and the, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all both, and he causeth all both, small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he hath the, save he hath, he, he that hath the mark, or the name of the beast or the number of his name and here is wisdom here's some more wisdom for you let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast for it is a number of man and his number is 603 score six simply six 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 and we're talking about that beast system talking about these things uh, and and technology coming forth but, you know people didn't understand like i said earlier that you know all these great uh, theologians over the years and scholars that they didn't understand well how is this going to be possible think about that how everybody in the whole world is going to have be able to see these two witnesses laying in the street now how is it possible that that there's this beast system is going to rise and that every that everybody uh, is going to be uh, tracked and everybody's going to have to take the mark and if they don't take the mark, as I read there, they can't buy, they can't sell. In other words, you're going to be on the run. You can't live. You, you've heard me say this before. You're not going to be able to count on your cell phone because they can track you. So your cell phone's going to be no good. You're not going to be able to go to the market and buy anything. So you're going to have to kill. You're going to have to uh, skin a deer. You're going to have to live off the land. You're going to be going back to the to the days of old when, when man had to just live in tents. And, and, and you're going to be on the run. And trust me, it's not going to be, uh, I think hunger, I think is going to be probably be the biggest reason why many will just go ahead and give in and take the mark. But I know right now that many, many people are going to be lining up. They're going to worship this beast and, beast, and they're going to want to take this mark. Excuse me, grab some coffee. Amen. You know, and I'm, I'm going to step on a little bit of stuff. Uh, when I read the 11, 11, Revelations uh, 13, 11 through 16, I want to let you know that uh, they now have a tattoo with technology, and they're calling it, I think they're calling it a smart tattoo, a tattoo that can have a monitor your health, your blood sugar, control your TV, and one day you will not uh, be able to buy or sell without this mark now. Is the mark a tattoo? I don't know. It's, it, it, it looks like it could very well could be. I know many people thought it was going to be this chip that's going to be implanted into your right hand or your forehead. But with the tattoo technology coming forth, it, it makes sense that, that that's exactly what it might just simply be, like a, some kind of barcode or something, you know, that's going to be in there. And it's going to have all your information. It's going to know whether you've been vaccinated or not. It's going to know if you worship the beast or not. It's going to be able to track you wherever you go. And we see all these things setting up now do we not please take heed to the words that are coming out of my mouth let me just tell you right now jesus christ is going to spit that split that eastern sky soon he's going to come get us and when all these people disappear you're going to remember my words you're going to say why did i fall down on my knees and why didn't i give jesus by everything and call on him as my savior don't wait till it's too late call upon him now because i could go through revelations and i'm sure i could scare you with all the things that are going to be coming out with all these images and you should be scared about what's going on in our world today can't you look around and see something that's just not right? Hmm. 
cash is going away. And we will become a we will become digital, totally digital, and your mark will have all your information on it. Medical. Have you taken the shot, the jab, right? A Charlie Vector, I call it that, I call that COVID. <laughs> and your banking information and your carbon footprint, your ESGs, your environmental social governance. That's where they're going to get me because, let me say, if you're doing anything against the environment, climate change is going to be the new lockdowns. They're going to tell you right now that, and let me tell you, these climate change, climate change is, is man-made. We think there's, they call them these super storms. It's because of uh, the, uh, the NOAA birds that are out there with the weather modification and doing things to, to create these superstorms. And let me just tell you, God's gonna sh show the man who the real superstorm is one day when he brings down his judgment upon this earth. And this environmental social governance is a score that they're gonna keep you like your credit score. And if you do anything against the environment, it's gonna make your score go down. If you talk about anything that's negative on social media, it's gonna make your uh, social score go down, you know? And, and it's, it's total totalitarianism is what it is. And it's already here, you know, and, and we need to, to be aware of these things that are going on around us. And let me just tell you, things are lining up just the way the Bible says they were. Things are getting worse. They're not getting any better, but things are not falling apart. Things are falling into place. Why? Because God knows all things. And he's illuminating our last hour here. Hmm. Let's look at the nation of Israel. It will be the center of all news and the enemy of all. Do we not see that anti-Semitism has, has, has already been around? However, it will get worse. And as we see this, and we see this today, anti-Semitism is back on the rise. No nation has ever been hated like Israel. No, no group of people have ever been hated like the Jews. And we see that Israel's in the news. We see that that this Ezekiel 38 war, Gog and Magog, and we know right now, let me just tell you one thing. I'm, I'm sorry, let me bust your burble. <laughs> bust your burble. Let me bust your bubble, right? Let me burst it, right? <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. Let me just tell you one thing right now. Russia, Gog and Magog, Gog is the leader of Russia. Magog is Russia. And let me just tell you one thing right now. They're in the Bible prophecy. They are in Revelations. And it says that they will have a hook put in their mouth. It's going to bring them down to Israel. And they're going to make war with Israel. But God's going to take care of them. They won't, they won't even have to fight. But let me just tell you. What does that tell you right now that Russia is going to be around? Let me just tell you right now. This Ukraine and Russian war. is, is that Ukraine's never going to win. Russia will not be defeated until they're defeated by God, not some other nation. I don't care how much America tries to help them. And let me just tell you, let me get off on this tangent right now. Let me just tell you one thing, how ridiculous it, it is that we're sending, we've sent over a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine, an evil, wicked, corrupt place full of sex trafficking, uh, money laundering and, and every evil, wicked thing you can think about, slave labor, uh, with, with and just hurting and harming and, and destroying our youth and our children. But yet we have a fire that goes on in Maui and we send them $700. What a slap in the face. I am surprised when Biden didn't land that they just didn't kick him off the island. And they should have. And it's time for Americans to stand up. It's time for us to get 
work, get on fire for God and, 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 and do something about it. We're just standing by idle, letting all these things happen. And let me just tell you, I know many of us are saying, we're just going to wait and let God fight this battle. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. And he is. He's going to take care of the problem. But how sickening is it? And I'm telling you right now, if you do some a further investigation, I'm still working on it right now. You might even find that we even caused the fire in, in, in Maui. We're causing all these other storms. We're doing so many things. That's why I'll tell you that man is trying to play God. But back to the, back to, that was for free. No nation has ever been hated like Israel. How about Jeremiah 31, 34 through 37 says, No nation has ever been destroyed. No nation has ever been scattered all across the globe and been brought back together like it was in 1948 where Israel becomes a nation again in one day. You know, No nation has ever got, all the Jews were scattered all across the planet in the last days that the Bible teaches us that the Jews will be all be gathered back together to Israel. And if you'll do look at the numbers, like I say, don't take my word for it. Go look at the numbers. Jews have been flocking back to Israel for years now and many Jews by the thousands and especially, especially uh, Ukrainian Jews and, and, and uh, Russian Jews have been flocking since the war has been going on. Now, I stepped on my notes here just a little bit because I was looking at Ezekiel 38 and 39. And the time was about 592 to 570 B.C., right? But it, it, the war on Israel, the Gog, the leader of Magog, which is uh, a barbarous northern region, right? You look at Russia is Magog. Turkey is Gomer. Syria, you got Iran. That's Persia. Ethiopia will sit out and Libya will uh, sit out. And that's North Africa. And everything notice that, that Africa has been, you know, for years have been uh, uh, up against Israel. But you know that they're, for some reason they're going to sit this one out. But all of these players are part of this Ezekiel war that has not taken place yet. And it is not ironic that all of these nations in the news are, it is not ironic that all these nations are in the news today. These nations will work together to destroy Israel. And the crazy thing is for is for Iran, excuse me, I got this cord wrapped up around my leg here, that, that, that for, for years Iran was a friend of Israel and Turkey was a vacation spot for Israel. Not today. Things have changed. And again, we see God was right and he knows all things, right? Because like I said, Turkey was a friend of Israel. It was like a vacation spot, right? So we see these things. So how is it that there are going to be these players in the end here? Because now we see that's not possible. Now we see that now that it is now that it is possible. What doesn't see it doesn't it didn't seem possible then, but now in the last days, in the last hour, we see that it is possible. We see that they have become enemies and not friends any longer. So many things had to take place, but all these things are, again, I will say, are falling right into place. What would the world look like before the Ezekiel War? Hmm. Ezekiel 3611. Let me look that up right quick. Ezekiel, I'm in Ezekiel. How about 34? And I will multiply upon you man and beast, and they shall increase and bring fruit, 
and I will settle you after your old estates, and will do, and will do better unto you than at your beginnings. And ye, notice this. I love this. It says this a lot in Ezekiel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord. Boy, let me just tell you, I, I wanted to count this one time. I mean, there's so many scriptures. Go to Ezekiel and just look at all these scriptures, and you can see here again. Uh, what is it? Verse uh, 20, and I will judge you. Everyone, nope, that's not wrong. Well, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, verse 29, then they shall know that I am the Lord. You know, you just keep seeing that everywhere. Uh, uh, I will lay cities waste, and thou shalt be desolate. That's verse 35, 4. It says, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord. Amen. So when you see, you know, see all these things beginning to happen, he's going to say, it's going to bring back to remembrance, and he says, you're going to know that I am the Lord. It says, Israel will still exist. Scattered Jews will return. Barren Israel will, will flourish. You know, years ago, when you used to look at pictures of Israel, you would see a desert barren wasteland. But that's simply not true today. I've seen old pictures of Israel. I looked at it and I was like, how in the world could anything grow here? It just it didn't look right, right? For years it was that way. But now Israel is flourishing. It is probably one of the most prosperous uh, uh, nations out there right now. They, they found all this gas. They found oil. They are rich. And that's going to be the hook that this Ezekiel war that talks about because Gog and Magog, when they're going to come down, they're going to want to get a bounty. They're going to want to uh, find out. They're, they're not find out, but they're going to want to steal and rob and, 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 and take over Israel. But God's not going to let that happen. But it says Israel will be, uh, Israel will be fruitful. It says in Ezekiel 36, the dry bones come back to life. And that's Ezekiel 37. And because of the great wealth, nations will, the, the nation will hook, it, it'll hook in them in their mouth of this great wealth, will hook this jaw and cause them to invade. Amen. Russia will rise. Russia will rise, but America will fall. What will take America out? Will it be the war? Will we just, will God's judgment come down upon us? I do know one thing right now when the rapture takes place, is that going to be maybe one of the things that's going to take us out? Hmm. It's interesting. I'm going to look here. There's going to be a third temple. And that's in Daniel 12, 11. I'm not going to go there for the sake of time. I'm going to try to move on here. In 1987, the Temple Institute was formed and all things are being prepared for this temple. Why is this important right now? Because have you've heard about these red heifers. You've heard about the temple, uh, the, the, they're going to have to use these red heifers to, to purify things and make the sacrifices available again. And we know right now from Daniel that there's going to be sacrifices again in this third temple. So we got to have these sacrifices and now we got to have a third temple. So we know right now this Temple Institute, they're just waiting on the liberty to start building. The Muslim community is fighting against any Jews doing anything. However, do not worry. God is in control. He knows all things. And once the green lighted, they most likely could have this built in a matter of months. It will be built with the blueprint from the Bible with modern day amenities. Okay, now and this, trust me, all the rituals, all the things of the the uh, the table of showbread and uh, and the uh, the all the cups and the and the things and all the 
things that they need inside this temple, the, the, the garments that they're going to wear, all this stuff is already in place. Everything, most of it, they, they pretty much have everything ready. They're just sitting there with their hammers and nails waiting to build the temple. They're just waiting for the, the liberty and the freedom and the, uh, to go and start build, building, right? So we know how much closer are we to the rapture if we know that we're seeing all these signs laying up to the tribulation, the great tribulation. 1 Timothy 4, 3 talks about forbidding to marry. And let me just tell you right now, we have opened Panadora's box when we recognized gay marriage. It has led to transgender identity. People wanting to make uh, marry their pets. And, and now pedophilia is being accepted. And soon it will lead to the uh, one even carrying out, uh, not even caring about marriage. It will remind them of a family and the holy covenant that God instituted. And I think that's what the Satan wants and these demonic forces out there. This world wants nothing to do with God's rules, His ways, or His ordinances. The WEF does not want you to eat meat anymore, and more and more companies are pushing plant-based meats. Again, we see God knows all things. November the 29th, 2022, Stella uh, Morabeto is quoted as saying, If marriage can mean anything, it will soon mean nothing. That's Stella Morabeto, if I'm getting that, pronouncing that right, is quoted, if marriage can mean anything, it will soon mean nothing. Marxism 101, you do not have rights to your children. They belong to the state. The family has been under attack since the Garden of Eden. People will simply hate good. Uh, you've heard me say 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 9. You know what? I can't do it. I got to read it. Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Hey, just in case you know, that'll be right after First Timothy. <laughs> All right, Second Timothy three one through nine. The, <laughs> no, and, and how many times have you heard me read this? You'd probably say, Brother Stacy, would you please stop reading this? We got it. No, you haven't got it. I don't believe the world. I they need to hear it over and over again. You can never hear this enough. Know this also that in the last days, I'm telling you, last hour right perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own selves covetous boasters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents unthankful unholy without natural affection truce breakers false accusers incontent fierce uh, despisers of those that are good traitors heavy high-minded lovers of pleasures more than lovers of god having a form of godliness but denying the power therein from such turn away mm. for of this sort they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Mm. Amen. Boy, let me just tell you. Now James, Janice and Jambres withstood Moses, so these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further for their folly shall be manifested to all men as theirs also was. We see these things happening. You know, let me tell you something. Uh, they're calling good evil and evil good, right? God is 100%, 100% right on all that has been predicted. And He has told us we will escape His wrath. He has told us how we can escape His wrath and live forever with Him. Let me just tell you something. I told you about the one world order. It's going to be one world religion, one world government, one world monetary system. I'm running out of time here. So let me, I'm going to, I wanted to give you this list of, of all these things that see if you can't 
oh boy, I should have made this two parts. <laughs> Transhumanism 2.0, genetics, microbiology, nanotechnology, robotics, chat GP3, and, and all the way to GP4, right? All this AI technology, right? All these things going on. Transgenderism, drag queens teaching our children. The LGBTQ uh, P is added. Now we're going to see pedophilia, you know? Uh, they're taking the rights away from the parents. The schools are teaching lies. We're worshiping the creator instead of the creator we're worshiping of self calling good evil and evil good evil leaders and politicians there's poly and there's ticks so there are many blood sucking right <laughs> the ecumenical church movement a social gospel acceptance exegesis instead of eisegesis right eschatology not being taught end times and judgment no sound doctrine abominations lies and deception abortion murder anti-semitism jesus is not god man playing god many ways to heaven lawlessness all views are correct there's no hell there's no heaven there's no sin famine of the word of god love of money and self no love of god or no love of god or for god censorship of free speech reprobate minds apostasy heresy rights of believers being taken away total control by government economic collapse assisted assisted suicide replacement theology nephilim fallen angels ufo activity gun control temporary suspension of the constitution this is a clause that i'm really worried about where they can take all of our rights away censorship we have a silent church we have tech to change the tv with our minds and passing without speaking the WEF the WHO pushing global agendas like never before we have hologram technology we have the satanic church with demon worship and as in the days of Noah is what it's going to be we have Marxism we're tracking our every move with our cell phones we have the new temple the red heifers as I talked about the Abrahamic houses Christianity Muslim and Islam under one roof God forbid the Abrahamic Accords many trying to bring peace to the Middle East archaeological finds are happening every day they just discovered the Pool of Salon not too long ago. Weather modification, chemtrails, climate change, lockdowns, COVID-2 lockdowns, ESGs. As I said, the mark of the beast, the beast system being put into place. Noah Bird spraying pink mist all over the uh, Toronto area with a great agenda right there. And, what, what, and we, that's that weather, weather modification and chemtrails that I was talking about. And if you question election results, you will be arrested and charged. Operation Paperclip, look that up there. America's the new Nazi, the Fourth Reich of Germany, right? And Margaret Singer and her Planned Parenthood, nuclear war threat, double standard of laws for woke and Christians, sex trafficking, slave labor, Wi-Fi able to create 3D images on and on. I could go from this list, but let me just tell you, I think... Yes, I am. I'm going to stop here and I'm going to pray right quick, dear Lord. 